Welcome to the 10-Minute Money Podcast. My name is John Dyer, and as always, I'm joined by Paul Erickson. Paul and I are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Royal Oak, Michigan. Today, we're going to talk about the market for November 3rd, 2022, and give a market outlook. How you doing, Paul? Great. Good morning, John. Good morning. Jay Powell spoke yesterday, and the market flipped pretty quickly. Yeah, it sure did. He has that effect on the markets. It can get volatile pretty quick when the Fed you know, starts talking about inflation and rates and what they want to do. Yes. So just to recap the last two months here, since last month uh, was a good month. October was good. September October was... October was really good. So I read that it was the best October since 1976. Wow. Which was an inflationary period. Right. And September was like the worst September. Yeah, I think since I don't the know, 20s. It was, I mean, yeah, it was, it, was, it was September. Yeah, like 30s or 20s. So we, the market is very, very volatile right now. And one little thing can flip it. And sometimes it just goes up for no reason, which is right. kind of what happened in October. It is kind of what happened in October. Although I, I do think the market or, you know, large institutional investors saw things happen, like the price of lumber and PVC and building materials all have come down in price. I mean, the sheets of plywood at Home Depot have come way down from where they were. And I think the market was anticipating what everybody's calling a Fed pivot or a change in their wording to say we we see our the effect of inflation slowing and maybe we will slow down or stop the rate increases but that didn't happen that's not what jay ended up saying right he ended up saying it's going to take longer now it's going to take longer may maybe through june of next year where that does sound like a long time i was really hoping I knew there was a raise this month, November 75, December, probably 75 basis points. But I was hoping at that meeting he would say, we're going to wait and see. We're going to stop, and we can still raise rates, but for right now we want to see if this is going to work. But I, now I'm wondering, he might just keep raising till to June. Yeah, so there's two camps. There's the people or the economists who think, we are on top of inflation and maybe we need to let up a little bit, which I would say is probably the majority. And then there's the camp that thinks that uh, we're not on top of inflation and we need to keep raising rates. And I think that's mainly due to uh, wage inflation. Right. And there's still a lot of jobs uh, out it's, there. It's still the best employment environment of all time. Jobs are really strong. You can you can still, it's and I don't think he's I don't think Jay Powell is going to stop raising rates until he sees a crack in an, um, unemployment until unemployment starts rising. Right, I totally agree with that. So I think that's when maybe that's why it's going to take longer than right. Because but here. these companies, well, I guess Ford did just have a lot of cuts. They laid off a lot of people or really, you know, did some forced retirements. But my impression is these corporations want to keep their talent. They don't want to lose 
their talent because it's so hard to hire good people. So it's going to take a little while, in my opinion, before unemployment rises. And I think we're going to see a lot of the volatility until that number, until Jay Powell stops raising rates, which, like we're saying, is maybe June of next year. Yeah, it sure seems to me a recession is unavoidable. They keep talking about a soft landing, which means a soft recession. I don't know. I, I... I'm I'm more in the camp of I think we should get ready for a recession in 23 and then once we're done with that we're off to another bull market. Where do you think we're going to be next year until November 2023? Where do you think we're at? What do you think's happening in the market? November 23 I think we're at the beginning of a bull market. Early bull market stage. I agree. Based on everything the Fed is telling us and kind of the numbers and everything, I think it looks like it's going to be later next year. Right. A couple of months ago, we thought, well, maybe it will be early 2023 or mid 2023. Yeah. Now it keeps kind of inching further. That the time frame line, keeps getting longer. They yeah. keep pushing it farther and farther back. Yeah. It's not easy to bring inflation down. I, I would not want Jay Powell's job right now. It's a tough job. And his goal seems to be, number one, inflation, and number two, the only way he thinks he can beat that is by seeing unemployment go higher. And so we have to, that's a lot of medicine that this economy is going to have to take. Yeah, I think this is going to take a long time. Another thing that was interesting was that he said his target inflation rate is 2%, where last month, or last time he spoke, he said the target was three percent. Right. So he's yeah. He's getting more aggressive. That right. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a harder target to hit. Yeah. I don't know if we're gonna hit that target. I don't know if it'll be good to hit that target. I, I think I, it gives him more leeway to do what he needs to do. Yes. And he's not well liked right now, but that's what happens when you're head of the Fed when you're raising interest rates like this. So this hasn't happened since. Probably the late 70s, early 80s. Right. And and that line that he is using now about taking more time is Volcker's line. Oh, really? Yeah. It's for, it's the name of Volcker's book. Is it really? Yeah. That's So he's sending a message to the markets that we're going to, we're not going to ease up until we know inflation, we've broken the back of inflation, which we we do. I mean, the economy needs inflation to slow down. I think it is starting to slow down, but he wants to see it in everything. So next year, probably half the year, not going to be great again for the stock market. But the thing we have going for us next year, which we didn't this year, are the bonds. So you're, you're like most of your. I portfolio, was going to bring that up. A big chunk yeah. of your portfolio is in bonds, and those got crushed this year. But now. Next year, I think we're going to be in a really good environment for bonds, and they're going to do pretty pretty decent next right. year. Right. The average 60-40 portfolio for 2022, so that means 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, had its worst year ever. It was down almost 30%. That hasn't happened since the 20s. And usually that's kind of a moderate portfolio. Right. And it got crushed because of what you just said, because bonds, you know, interest rates went up so fast and the bond prices dropped then. Right. And so 
I mean, it's it's so hard when you see moderate uh, risk tolerant people that are that are holding a balanced portfolio and they're down this much. I mean, it, it does hurt. Yeah, they're down I, with yeah. the stock market. Right. I've tried to get a lot of clients out of long-term bonds, so we kind of dodged that bullet we with did. a lot of people. Uh, but I think it's good news for 23. I want to start buying bonds in 23. Yes. So we've we've already you started. You get 5% interest? Yes. Why? Why wouldn't you? Yes. Being strategic with bonds, and, I, and, and that will prop your portfolio up from now through next year. Right. Which you didn't have that before. So if you have like a third of your portfolio, I'm just using that as, example, as an example because most people have about a third in bonds. If you have bonds earning 5 to 10%, that's really going to prop up your portfolio with the losses on the equity side. And the losses on the equity side, I don't see it going much farther than we're at now. Right. Which is why I still like the dividend investing because people need income. They can take their dividends, and we if we we need to ride through this storm, this recession, and this bear market, and, and every time I keep going back, you look at the past you know six seven recessions. Whenever the government does acknowledge that we're in a recession, four years from that point, the S and P is basically doubled. So you can, you know, the market will come back. We 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 just need to get through it. We just need to get through that that period in time. We've gotten through a big chunk of it. I mean, the market started turning a year ago now. It was around now last year is when the market started turning. So we're 12 months into this. Maybe we have another 12 months left. Yeah, or maybe June of 23. Or maybe six months. Right. Right. It, I, there I be think good- it, it's really the market is going to take off the minute Powell says – we are going to stop raising interest rates. I think the market's just going to take off. There's going to be a, a bull, huge bull market. Rally. Right. And and if you're not in it at that time, you're going to miss a, a big gain. Right. That'll be, it'll be the it'll be the, one of the top three days for the market, whenever that day is. Anything else you want to add? You want? No, you I just think know. it's important for people to talk to their financial advisor. Hopefully, they're a fiduciary. Uh, and, and maybe talk about the bond allocation that you have or don't have right now and bring it up. It's a good time. I, I always think January is a great time to rebalance portfolios. It's a new year. Uh, you know, we've we've just got we're getting we're getting through things. So I think the next six, eight weeks, it's a great time to talk to uh, your financial advisor about rebalancing and what bonds really to hold. Because I think you're, you brought up a great point. That's going to really help the portfolios next year. Yeah, you're going to need a chunk in bonds. And and look at your 401ks, too. I think a lot of 401ks, people have been aggressive with the 401ks, which yeah. is totally fine. It's worked for them. But uh, getting some more bonds in, the, in those 401ks, new money, probably still want to just go into equities with new money. But like a lot, what you have, you want to protect. And yeah. Um, moving a big chunk of that into into bonds is a good idea, I think. Well, thanks, Paul. Thanks, John. As always, thank I want to thank everyone for listening. This podcast was for educational purposes only. Please give us a review and like wherever you listen to our podcast. Uh, you can find us at www.royaloakfinancialadvisors.com. 
We can help you with any of your finance questions. We also have, I think, 45 podcasts, 46 podcasts That's now. incredible. So you can go back and listen to some some of the podcasts we've done in the past on different investments uh, to help you educate yourself on on what you, what you own. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, John. Thank you for joining John Dyer and Paul Erickson on this 10-Minute Money podcast. John and Paul are financial advisors with Royal Oak Financial Advisors in Michigan, a fee-only RIA who specialize in helping their clients better understand their investments. If you watch the pennies, the dollars will come.